cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields. And with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Jason Spatafora, Wolf of Weed Street. Jason, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Kellen, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Really excited to talk to Jason. Really excited to learn about the intricacies associated with uh, cannabis trading. Obviously, early on in cannabis, some of the companies might have been different, right? So we've seen the origin of some of these MSOs. So take us through those early days. Did you get to see kind of the birth of the Cureleaf when it went from a smaller company or truly for GTI to kind of a, a bigger company is today? Um, yeah. So I invested in Harvest before it went public. I think I did Cureleaf also. I'm not sure. And the reason I say I'm not sure is because we, you know, uh, myself and a couple other people had a group and, and we just kind of put money in and then see what happens. We definitely saw like, I remember when Trulieve was coming out because I'm in Florida. So I, I was very well aware of them. You know, I, I was a little bit familiar with Green Thumb, um, Cureleaf. You know, I just remember kind of when they came out, when they went public. It was just kind of like everything was just starting to melt down. And that was like the same with Harvest and Acreage. Acreage, they were doing their go public at like $20. And they told me I couldn't do it. So which, you know, I have to thank that person, whoever that that, that soul is, because I would have I would have been down 75% by the time, you know, I could have uh, sold. But yeah, I mean, when I was doing uh, the Canadian things, you know, and after I exited in like the rest of my position in like March of 2019, um, I was still so up. And, you know, if I use kind of like the the model that I use now, I would have bought all of these things in the summer because I, I still kind of like the story. But because of where I, you know, because I, I took off like 80% right before C45 was implemented, which was October 18th. I even made a calendar when I'd be selling. Um, you know, I put it on Twitter. And um, I was so up, like I could buy like five times my position in some of these things. And I had to ask um, a quant to, to give me like, I, I'm like, I, I need data. Like, is this worth getting back into? And, and that was the summer. And I was like, there's no way I can, you know, come into, come into this. And I was waiting for the US companies to show like consecutive growth before I decided to put any money back into it. But, you know, like truly, you know, next time you talk to Kim, ask her, ask her the story about True Light. You know, I got in to truly at like eight and. You know, and I was I was telling some friends I was like, you got I was like, this company is uh, it's in Florida, it's everywhere. You know, I think that they're killing it. And they were like, and my friend was like, and he was like a serious trader. He's like, what's the symbol? I'm like, T R U L. You know, so I was like, put it out there, and um, and I was talking about I was like, hey, you know, True Leave, you know, and I like tweeted about True Leave, right? Now I'm careful about my tweets. I'm not like if I buy something, I'm not like selling it. Like, uh, you know, you always give it time. I was like, guys, take a look at this company, Trulieve. And I put the symbol 
but I put the symbol for true light, which I, I didn't know was like some crappy like penny stock. It was like a penny. This thing short squeezed and all my friend calls me. He's like, dude, thank you. So what did you do? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm up like 500%. So to quickly put, push back on you, isn't time in the market for someone, let's say, who's a more novice, let's say they, they put 10% of their investable assets in cannabis stocks and they look at TrueLeave and they go, Florida is still medical only. Soon there'll be adult use. Georgia's going to come online. Pennsylvania's going to come online. Maryland's going to come online. And if I can get it in at $7, it probably has an opportunity to grow over the next 5 to 10 years. Isn't it a worthwhile position still to hold if you have it in this sizable portion of diversified portfolio? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're coming in cold like today, yeah, I think that, you know, one, you know, you have to make, you have to create a budget. How much do you want? Okay. So if you're saying, all right, I want to buy a thousand shares, right? So that's how I approach any, any investment, any trade, any option, whatever. I look at it and I'm like, if I had to hold this, how much? And I couldn't, I could only buy it once. How much would I buy? I'm like, okay, I'll buy a thousand shares, right? Of true, of true leaf, right? I mean, not me, but you know, some, some novice. But maybe you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't buy a thousand shares, but. I come in and I'm like, all right, so I don't know what the closing price was. Let's say just say seven bucks. Okay, that's $7,000. That's my budget. You know what? I'm going to buy 2500 right now because I, I, there's still some risk and it could go lower. And I'm going to wait, right? I want to see what the market does and I'm going to tear in, all right? That's a lot different than dollar cost averaging, right? Because you're going in there with a plan. Dollar cost averaging people, the way that they talk about it, no, you're just averaging down, right? Which that means you, you had no plan, you had no stop loss. And, and let's say, you know, when you do get into this position and then all of a sudden you're at your full position and it's just not working for you, your stop loss should be like 10, 15%. You know, and I know a stop loss is like, it's like alien in the cannabis industry, but... Is that a universal rule that you would apply? Yeah, it's like yeah that, 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 that's a universal rule that I, that I apply. So what's your thoughts on the business model versus the, the share price? Do you look at when you're making those investments, I guess you look at them differently between trades and long-term investments? Yeah, you have to. You have to. Let's do a, a quick rapid fire. If you had to choose one cannabis company to hold forever, who is it? Probably green. Bigger threat to the cannabis industry, big pharma or big tobacco? Neither. Medical operators should be allowed to convert to adult use when the markets open up? Yes. Which event is more disruptive to the cannabis industry, federal legalization or interstate commerce? I mean, they're basically the same. Well, I'd say federal legalization, but not in a good way. It's fair. True or false, you were involved in the game stock. Game, game, like GMA? Yeah. False. Better investment, plant touching operators or selling shovels to the operators? And selling shovels to the operators. Like true, or, true or false, the wolf persona is actually Jason in real life, a character or combination in both? Combination of both. What is one idea or fact about investing in cannabis that most wouldn't know? That when legalization happens, most companies are going to get killed. Why? You know, then it becomes an execution story, you know, and this is why I got out of like 80% of the Canadian companies right before C45. When you started your journey in the cannabis space, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? 
what I got right was playing the momentum, taking my profit, moving on to the next thing, treating the industry like a giant game of Frogger. Um, what did I get wrong? Maybe pressing uh, some positions a little too hard, believing too much in management, you know, and but from that, I've become a much better investor. Before we do predictions, we ask all of our guests, if you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? Yeah, for investing advice, I would say, you know, you see a $100 bill on the ground, you pick it up. You don't try and walk another block and say, well, maybe there's a thousand bucks and you just walk past that hundred bucks. You know, if you're going to take profit, like always be conscious of like, you know, the market is very hard. It's there to take your money. It's not there to make you money. And if you keep that front and center, you're always going to be aware of your risk, right? And when you do have a big win or you get lucky, you have to pull that, that capital out. You know, So you have to have rules and you have to stick to them. Well said. All right, prediction time. Jason, I've given you a magic wand to change anything you want in the cannabis industry. What aspect are you immediately changing that unlocks a cannabis rocket ship? The ability for them to trade on a major exchange. So Jason, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more. Where can they find you? I mean, obviously, they can find me um, on Twitter at Wolf of Weed Street, um, or they can find me in uh, True Trading Group. It's one of the head mods and you know, also one of the owners of... Uh, you know, Basically, we, it's courses and we actually teach you how to like trade and manage risk in the market. That's great. Yeah, we'll link those all up in the show notes. So anyone interested in learning and uh, helping themselves do better can take definitely take advantage. Thanks for taking the time, Jason. Thanks, guys. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.